0: Welcome to Theology, the study of Fire Emblem heroes. My name is Phil, and I'll be your theologist today. And I'm coming at you solo. So I just wanted to say a few things before I get into this episode. I just want you to know that we have reached over 10,000 listens to this podcast as of today. So thank you very much for tuning in and listening to what uh, both Greps and I have to say about heroes. Uh, We've had a lot of fun making this content for you guys, and I hope that you have been enlightened and that it's helped you make better decisions with Fire Emblem Heroes. And I hope that you have many more episodes coming in the future. So today I wanted to talk about Legendary Heroes. So both Greps and I are traveling, and when I came back from my own vacation and realized that Hector was a Legendary Hero, I was super excited about that. I wasn't expecting it either. I did summon for him and got him, and he's a lot of fun to play with. Now, since Greps and I, you know, were both a little busy with traveling uh, over this past weekend when the Legendary Banner came out, we haven't really been able to sit down and pump out an analysis for him just yet. And so look for that later this week. We're going to start that script and everything. But if you're looking for some quick advice from me about summoning for him, whether it's on this banner or in a future Legendary Banner... Basically, you can't go wrong summoning for any version of Hector. He has really good fodder, especially with this version of him with Disencounter and Vengeful Fighter, and he is a great character in and of himself. So, if you haven't been able to get a hold of of him or any version of Hector, go for him here. Or if you're if you are afraid of getting another green five star legendary, you know, hero on this on this legendary banner. The upcoming Hector and Matthew Bound Hero banner battle should have a banner, including him. And it most likely will come, and it most likely will have him as the only green unit as a focus unit. So chances are really good uh, if you want to just snipe for him there, and whether you want him as a character or as distant counter fodder, uh, then you can look for that, but If you get a chance, if you really want to look for Hector for whatever reason you have, uh, he's he's one of the best characters in the game, so you should go for him there. Now, on the topic of legendary heroes, I think it was interesting that IS released this tic-tac-toe-looking board of all the legendary heroes when you look into the specific notes on the legendary banner. Now, I've seen versions of this before, made by other users of uh, heroes. And maybe I've missed out on the official version of, of this board from IS. Maybe it has been included in the notes and I haven't seen it before, but this is the first time that I've seen it officially being released in the game. And I think the implication of this is that we know or almost 100% that we are going to receive at least 16 Legendary Heroes in total before something else happens, whether they repeat the heroes that they have released again, or if they start a new set of legendary heroes, or move on to something different. At least we know, almost for sure, that we're going to get six, sixteen legendary heroes. That being said, I want to speculate a little bit on who the future legendary heroes are going to be, and where they would fit on this board. So looking at the past heroes they have been, that have been released, we have seen two original characters from the from Heroes, that being Fiorm and Gunthra. Four main lords from their respective games, as in Lynn, Hector, Ephraim, and Ike, and two other characters that I can't really place uh, because I don't know if, like, Ryoma is considered a lord character. I guess he is a lord of his his house, but, um, or like an avatar, for, like uh, Robin, you know, we have Robin as a, not only as a special form, like in the fallen Grima kind of form, but she is an avatar character, not necessarily a lord character that has been typified by uh, lords such as Lin, Hector, and Ephraim and Ike. Uh, so so I guess, you know, they are considered main characters in the game. And so in addition to that, we, so we've had eight legendary heroes being, that have been released so far, and so we have space for eight more, according to this board. Now to guess on who they will be, considering the character's affinity, I feel like is a good option for guessing. Uh, For example, we've had Ephraim, Ike, and Lynn come out into the game as legendary heroes for their respective elements that they had in their original game. And I think it's that it is a more helpful factor of predicting who and where these future heroes would belong Maybe not as much as what type of boost they will give their teammates with their blessing, but most likely, you know, you can kind of look at a character and kind of guess and kind of feel like where what kind of you know boost they would give. It really makes sense that Hector gives a plus attack kind of a boost there. But anyway, looking at the uh, heroes that have been released in the game and their affinities as well, uh, you can kind of tease out uh, which heroes would fit where. And so I'm going to take a look into that, into this episode, and mention a, uh, a few other factors that I think play a big part in where these fu- these uh, heroes are going to be found. So first I want to list all the main lords, uh, or in other words, pretty much the main characters or protagonists from each game, and that haven't showed up as a legendary hero yet, and just to see how many we have based on this, um, this filtration of characters from Fire Emblem in general. So in addition to being uh, main characters, it's also interesting to note that some of these characters, you might have not ha- uh, have tagged them as a main character, but they, when doing a little bit of research, they do trigger a game over in their original game if they die. So which leads us to think that they are a little bit you know, more of a main character than not. So taking that into consideration as well, we have, uh, as listed, Marth. Alm, Celica, Sigurd and Sellef, Leaf, Roy, Ellawood, Erica, Micaiah, Elencia, Soth, Lucina and Crom as main characters. It's hard to guess from fates uh, because if we're looking at Avatar characters in addition to, um, you know, kind of lordy type of characters as we've seen with Rioma. I think we can consider Corrin, of course, Uh, we also have Takumi, Camilla, Xander, Azura, and the list goes on if you want to include the main characters from each house. So um, just counting up the amount of characters that I've listed and that I've mentioned by name, we have 18 characters and that list could go on for a little bit more. Uh, Some other characters include Mist. Uh, you also have Elise and some other characters like that that are popular but may not fit the mold as well as some others. So anyway, it's still a lot of characters we have, uh, too many on this board uh, to consider uh, because we only need eight. So let's narrow it narrow it down uh, based on two factors that I think are most important. First, as previously mentioned, is their affinity, and after that I'm going to talk about their popularity being a factor of Who gets chosen as a legendary hero? As I mentioned before in one of the first episodes of this podcast, I looked for the affinities of the characters on the Fire Emblem wiki page to see if they matched any of the main characters that could be legendary. I guessed right that Lin, being a wind elemental, would end up with a wind blessing uh, type legendary hero, as well as Ephraim with fire and Ike being earth. So let's take a look at the other elements that we have listed here, uh, being that being fire, wind, earth, and water, or ice, uh, and let's take a look and see if any of the main characters that I mentioned before match these affinities. And there are only two, actually. Roy has the fire affinity, and South actually has the wind affinity. Uh, the other characters that have been mentioned either have a different affinity, or... They are included in a game, a newer game, such as Awakening and Fates that don't use these affinities, as well as older games, anything older than Binding Blade. Uh, they don't use the affinities as well. So I think since they IS has stayed true to using these affinities as a guide of who and where to uh, put these characters as legendary heroes, I'm going to make my first prediction and safely predict, hopefully, that Roy is going to be a future fire legendary hero, and it's a 50-50 for me on where, uh, you know, where he's placed, which type of boost he would give, because I feel like he's a balanced character anyway, and so I'll just go with speed. I think that would be more fitting with Roy rather than resistance. So that leaves us with Soth having a confirmed affinity in one of these categories, but I want to mention my second factor in choosing heroes, and that is their popularity. I know that IS wants to make money, and so they'll put the most popular characters, I feel, as candidates for legendary heroes. I mean, why would they have made five different versions of Lynn, three different versions of Hector? Um, we also have Robin, uh, you know, both male and female. This is, you know, going on, I think, six. But, I mean, they they keep pumping out the same versions of these characters already. Uh, In addition to, we have, you know, choose your legends and seasonal versions of, you know, for example, Lynn and Hector. Why have they gone with these characters again? And I feel like, you know, they are popular and they will sell. IS, I guess, wants to play it safe. And they know from past experience that these characters are good. And so they'll keep making different versions of them, make them a little bit better than the previous version, or just different enough to tantalize us to summon for them again and again. And don't get me wrong, I'm not complaining. I love these characters, especially the ones from Fire Emblem 7. And so when they do come out, I'm going to go for them. I really want Hector Emblem to come out soon with his Choose Your Legend version and have four different Hectors lined up. I think that'll make for a fun team. But you know that being said if I had to choose seven other characters based uh, besides Roy because we know he is popular enough and since he was chosen in the previous Choose Your Legends uh, we know he is popular enough to be in this spot anyway but if you're just looking strictly at popularity based on Choose Your Legends results we have Lucina who did win the last or I guess the first Choose Your Legends uh, competition not one, but got second, second place, and so she's included there. But from the second uh, Choose Your Legends event, we also have Celica, Alm, Marth, Erica, Camilla, Azura, and Lucina as the top uh, picks there, top seven picks. I think that these characters should receive special attention um, for being candidates for legendary treatment, I, but I feel like we can't fail to mention Micaiah Krom, Corn and Takumi and Leaf being up there in the top 10 for each gender, uh, respectively. So I feel like they are definitely possibilities as well, and we have to take that into account. Not just strictly go with the top seven characters on popularity because uh, these characters, I feel like there isn't as much of a difference between their ranking as to how much they would sell in the game. I feel like there are other factors, including their weapon type, and that. Um, Whatever weapon that they might have might have some really cool effect in addition to helping them be placed in the legendary hero board so as to kind of keep the variation that we've seen so far. I feel like they've really balanced the weapon distribution among the different types of elements so as to be different from each other. So, you know, I feel like they could continue with that trend as well. It's really hard to do because... I feel like a lot of these main characters wield swords anyway, and so, you know, it it could be really easy to make 16 different legendary heroes with swords, because there are enough of those in the game, in all the games combined. So, I guess if you had to choose between a popular character with another sword, and just fill up the board with swords, and choosing that over, or compared to choosing a lesser-known character with a different type of weapon, I think IS would stick to choosing the most popular character, the one that they know would sell the most, and regardless of their weapon type, they'll, they will put them up there with some sort of different effect on that sword, or you know what have you, and, and their passive skills as well. And so I like the changes that they've made uh, in the variations, like Lynn is a great example, not s- strictly speaking of her stats and her you know character in the game, but I do like how they kind of stuck with cannon and gave Lin a bow and a colored bow at that. And so I think, you know, making those different types of changes to weapons and still, you know, sticking to cannon would be uh, awesome if they did that with these legendary heroes just to make them a little bit different than their original counterparts which are already in the game. Anyway, to finally fill out the rest of the board, in addition to Roy taking the fire speed spot, I think that first, Marth, will be released as a wind hero with the speed boost. Second, Micaiah as a water hero with the resistance boost. I feel like Micaiah, you know, she's popular enough. She's not as popular as some of the other characters that I mentioned, but uh, I feel like she, you know, fits the mold very well. And she has the, um, I guess, her quality of being a tome user kind of puts her out as different as the other legendary characters would be, and so she could easily take up one of the spots there. Kind of like how Gunther has with her tome. Anyway, third, uh, Erica I feel like, would be released as a water hero with the attack boost. Selica <clears throat> as a fire hero with the resistance boost. Lucina as a earth hero with the resistance boost. Alm as a Earth hero, as an earth hero with the defense boost, and finally Corrin as a wind hero with the defense boost. So I think that those are the most likely heroes to be released in the game, in whatever shape or form. Um, those are the top eight that I think would be the next legendary heroes. We can't forget that since we have original characters, though, it is likely that Hrid, the brother of Fjorm and Gunthra, could be a future leg- legendary character, And take up one of these spots. And maybe even some older characters like Bruno or Veronica could be released as well, since they are popular enough as well. But I I think I'm just going to stick with characters that aren't originally from Heroes, uh, since they, I don't know, just I feel like they would make better legendary heroes than the ones um, that are already in Heroes. Besides Hrid, you know, I I feel like he would be a, a good legendary hero. But as far as, you know, kind of having some sort of pattern to follow and, and being able to already know who these characters are. I really think that if we had to choose eight, it would be Marth, Alm, Celica, Erica, Micaiah, Roy, Lucina, and Corrin as future Legendary heroes. And as for our upcoming Legendary banner, I think the blue color is going to get their next Legendary hero, since we know that Robin is coming back as a colorless at the end of July. But it could also be a red color as well. So I think it's either a blue or a red, leaning towards blue. But I could be wrong. Um, I think that it would either be all with, like, a blue bow, because I haven't i have played that game, but I have heard that he does use a bow in that. And so he could be our next colored bow user. That would be great. Or he could be a red sword, of course. Micaiah with her tome could be red or blue. Selica um, as well is another option. So yeah, I I feel like we could be seeing one of these three characters, but it could be anyone, it could be any of the other characters that I listed, it could be a character that I have not listed at all. Who knows? IS is full of surprises, and we do this, you know, strictly based on fun, and just to have food for thought, and I am by means no expert as far as predicting the future, unless it's the future data mines. Uh, With Greps. So uh, I invite you to check that out. But I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, You know, we don't have a legendary hero analysis yet. And so, like I said at the beginning of the episode, look forward to that later on this week. Uh, And we're going to continue to pump out some content for you guys. We have some guides that we want to write up as well. And look forward to all of our character analyses that we'll do uh, when new characters drop for summer, uh, the second batch of summer units, as well as our thoughts on the new update that should be out next week. So look forward to that. But uh, I I will call that an episode for today. But if you have any other suggestions of what you would like to hear, any guides that you would like to have us do and, and compile for you guys, or just suggestions for character analysis, character clashes, you ha- you name it, feel free to reach out to me at pheology at gmail.com. You can also reach grepstein at grepstein, F-E-H, at gmail.com. Or you can visit our subreddit at r slash and leave a comment there, and we'll be sure to look at it and be in touch with you. On that note, uh, I hope that you have a great day. Thank you for listening, and I hope that you schedule another appointment with your pheologist soon. Take care.